Entertainment Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies. If you've recently issued an instruction to pay a new payee directly from your bank account in the last few months, you may have seen the new confirmation of payee feature that confirms whether the sort code and account number match the account holder name. An interesting feature to be sure, but what's the reasoning behind it? And is it something that will follow in all payment transfers in the future? Hello, I'm Rich Williams, host of the Payments Podcast, and today I'm joined by Olivia Armstrong, Market Development Executive for Fraud and Risk at Bottomline, to discuss what confirmation of payee is, how it impacts the banks, and where the future lies in relation to this new initiative. Hi, Olivia. Very warm welcome onto the show for the first time. Hi, Rich, and thank you so much for having me. No problem. So, Olivia, let's start then with what confirmation of payee means for the payers. So our listeners may have seen a logo or a, or a tick pop up when adding a new payment recipient recently in their online banking portals. But what is COP actually doing in the background that we don't see? Sure. So um, until recently, the payment process um, didn't require the input of a payee name. It only used the sort code and the account number. So I'm not sure whether you or any of the listeners would have known that, but beforehand, you could put in anyone's name, any random text strings, any numbers, any initials, and it didn't actually check that that matched the sort code and the account number on the account that you're paying. So unfortunately, this resulted in a lot of accidental accidental payments going to the wrong beneficiaries and a huge amount of authorised push payment fraud where the payer is led into paying the incorrect account, which in most cases was a criminal account. Confirmation of payee provides a name checking service. So it basically validates that the account number and the the sort code match the payee name. And this obviously provides a lot more insurance that the payments are going to the intended recipient um, and reduces the possibility of fraud. Um, For instance, if I was to put in Rich Williams and your account number, it would you know, come up and say match, that, that's correct. Whereas if I was to put in um, Marcus Hughes and your account number and sort code, it would come back and say that it's no match and that you need to check that you are actually paying the correct person. One thing to note, though, is that right now it is only an initiative um, for faster payments and chaps on new or modified beneficiaries. Um, Backs and direct debits will be included within the next phases, um, and it is op- they are optional right right now. But last year, there was I think ninety five percent of all APP fraud went through faster payments. So the confirmation of payee scheme is starting off um, in that large area, making sure that we're, they're covering off all of the fraud throughout faster payments and chaps, um, and that will expand into other payment areas later on. There are multiple responses that confirmation of payee can provide, um, but the three ones are match, close match or no match. And as you mentioned, in the consumer world, we're already starting to see um, confirmation of payee on the online banking apps. Um, We kind of see a tick pop up most of the time. If that is um, a match, the, the payment just goes through without any issues. But you can also see the close match or the no match or Alternatively, you can see when um, a, a bank doesn't have confirmation of payee, it will come back and say that the, the payment can't be verified at the moment um, as they aren't able to check whether the account is um, part of the confirmation of payee scheme. Not all banks right now are using it. The, the, the top six 
kind of high street banks like HSBC, Lloyds, they've all been regulated to do it. Um, but not all banks are. There are some other banks that have followed quickly to remain kind of ahead of the game. But the industry are expecting it to be everywhere within the next two years. Pay UK, who are the leaders of the initiatives, have themselves said that ubiquity will come. Um, and we're already starting to see a huge ramp up in the industry of banks who are signing up to the confirmation of pay scheme to ensure that they can provide that level of verification for their customers. Olivia, thanks for the overview. Uh, and, you know, I have no problem if you want to test the uh, confirmation of pay feature by popping a few thousand pounds into my bank account. Um, now, Olivia, let's move on to what the need for this new initiative is. Were things just not secure enough before the introduction of COP? Well, firstly, I think it's worth noting that confirmation of pay protects users not just from fraud, but also from sending payments in error. And it's not unusual to hear of people sending money to the wrong beneficiary by their own errors um, and subsequently having large difficulty in retrieving it back. Recently, we've seen quite a few examples in the media. Um, There was one man who unfortunately sent uh, an inheritance amount that he received to the wrong bank account. and actually had a lot of difficult retrie- a lot of difficulty retrieving it back because um, there's not clear rules on where the liability lies with that. However, as I mentioned before, the kind of main driver for confirmation of payee is to reduce fraud and protect consumers. The confirmation of payee actually came about following the first ever super complaint to the payment system regulator, also known as the PSR. So the consumer group which, which I'm sure you've you've all heard of, um, they they provide kind of trusted feedback and and ratings on different services and products. They actually raised this super complaint to the regulators um, to try and improve the protection of consumers who fall victim to APP fraud. We're seeing such high amounts of APP fraud that they, they found that the banks kind of needed to take responsibility and there needed to be something done about it. So following an investigation, the PSR announced that confirmation of payee was to come come about and and be put forward as part of many initiatives um, that would help protect consumers and reduce APP fraud amounts. So APP fraud or authorised push payment fraud is still the fastest rising fraud globally and more than £450 million were lost in 2019, just in the UK alone. So those statistics statistics already show a huge increase, um, especially as criminals are starting to exploit the current pandemic. So in 2020, in the first six months alone, mainly due to the pandemic, we saw a 84% increase in um, impersonation fraud, um, specifically those who were um, impersonating banks, government bodies and police. And that's a huge increase in comparison to last year. That was more than 15,000 impersonation scams. um, And that's up, as I said, 84% from 2019. These statistics are kind of just the tip of the iceberg, really, and only kind of give more evidence as to why confirmation of payee is such an important scheme, especially during the current pandemic. Yeah, and unfortunately, increasing fraud cases is a topic that we've discussed a few times on the Payments Podcast already. Uh, And clearly, COVID has actually led to a further spike in this activity as malicious individuals try and exploit people in in vulnerable positions. Now, financial risk, i.e. losing uh, money, losing cash, is obviously a clear issue caused by fraud. 
But why else is it important to reduce the perils of fraud, Olivia? Well, it's very important to reduce overall risk. Um, Financial risk, as you said, is obviously a clear issue specifically caused by fraud. But there's also um, reputational risk that comes alongside this. Reputation and reputational risk are also a big factor in confirmation of payee. Financial risk is obviously one of the clear bigger issues, but we have to think about reputation and reputational risk when we're looking at confirmation of payee. As more organisations are signing up to the scheme, those who aren't on top of the game may be considered laggards. You don't want to be considered less safe than your competitors or your peers, and you also don't want to be considered to be providing less of a customer service than your peers. Ultimately, by not providing confirmation of payee for your users, you could open up multiple issues, both for your reputation and your customers. Um, You could also potentially lose customers. We've seen examples already in the media of disgruntled customers contacting their bank saying, you know, why can't I receive my payments? Why are my payments not being verified? And that's the case when the bank is not part of the confirmation of payee scheme. Um, and, And it's already starting to have an effect. You know, we are seeing those disgruntled customers throughout the industry um, who are not receiving specific payments that they they are obviously need. Um, and, and we're starting to see that reputation kind of diminish as those customers start to, you know, get angry that they're not receiving their money. So that's an important point, Olivia. Now, does that reputational risk apply to the banks as well? Well, yes. So the top six banks, as I've already mentioned, um, have already been regulated to implement confirmation of payee. Um, The likes of Lloyd, HSBC, NatWest, they all were regulated and implemented back in July of this year. And a lot of other banks jumped straight on behind them to ensure that they were kind of aligned and providing that, that high level of customer service and satisfaction to ensure that their customers and their consumers would be able to have that extra level of verification. And on top of that, to, you know, remain on top of the game and to, to avoid that reputational risk. Um, from the top six banks alone, more than 90% of faster payments traffic in the UK is now checked by a confirmation of payee. I think they released back in uh, early of, end of July or early September that more than a million checks are now done a day. That doesn't necessarily sound like a substantial amount, but seems as confirmation of payee only checked new or modified payments, that is a very large and substantial amount. Um, thinking about the rest of the banks, that cover the remaining 10%. If you were a customer and weren't able to verify your payment, you would be disgruntled, right? You would feel like your payments weren't necessarily safe and protected in comparison to those that are being checked. And to add to that, if you are on the receiving end and you your pay, payer was unable to verify that you were who you were say you were, and, and they, for some reason, didn't send you that money, you would obviously be very angry at that as well. Um, So there's a lot of banks who are starting to sign up to confirmation of payee to continue to to provide that excellent customer service and to avoid their customers not receiving money and not being able to provide that verification. Um, As I mentioned before, we've already started to see see and hear of complaints um, and customers having concerns that their banks aren't providing the confirmation of payee service. 
Um, and we're already starting to see news articles from some of the big news companies who where customers have gone to them and said, you know, I'm not happy. I haven't received my money. Um, and it's because I can't become verified or I, my, my payment isn't being checked. Um, and so we're kind of seeing these drawbacks already from from banks that aren't necessarily providing the customer the, the confirmation of payee service that they they should be. Um, by not implementing COP, there is that possibility of being seen as less safe than those who have implemented and obviously less safe than their peers, which in itself could pose more of a threat than the fraud itself. As if they lose customers and they have a bad customer experience, they could potentially you know, lose their customer base. We all know how sophisticated fraudsters can be with countless examples in the media, uh, some of which we've already mentioned on the podcast. And I expect that the fraudsters would therefore try and migrate to the banks that don't have confirmation of paychecks in place in order to evolve their own strategy and continue getting away with it. What are your comments on that, Olivia? Yes, you've you've definitely hit the nail on the head there, Rich. Um, You're exactly right. The industry definitely feels that this will begin to happen. Um, And we're actually already starting to kind of see and hear of small little things that that are starting to happen. As with any fraud, the criminal masterminds um, are continuously evolving to ensure that they remain undetected for the longest periods of time. With confirmation of payee now in place, for many, the fraudsters would, as expected, evolve and move to those that don't have that level of verification in place, because obviously they want to remain unprotected. And as I mentioned, the bigger banks have already been regulated to implement this and are already covering off 90% of those faster payment transactions. So unfortunately, it would be the smaller banks that may end up falling victim, which obviously could be very detrimental to them. Um, As the fraudsters continue to evolve and move, as expected, we, we would expect them to move to a place where they will continue to remain undetected, where the level of verification isn't in place. To build on this as well, we're starting to understand that for those who aren't providing confirmation of payee checks, there could be trouble in any arbitration, which related back to what I was saying earlier about confirmation of payee being introduced to provide more protection to consumers and those who fall victim of fraud. Obviously, the whole idea was that banks need to take more responsibility, hence why confirmation of payee came about. So if you're if you're not providing confirmation of payee and someone within your system does fall victim to fraud, the liability could start to shift onto those banks um, and they could be held liable or you know have to provide um, the money back to the to the victims of the fraud or you know be held accountable. Now, you mentioned earlier that the big six banks have already implemented confirmation of payee due to regulatory requirements. So do you think this regulation will expand to the challenger banks and also the smaller banks? Well, yes. So many of the challenger banks and the smaller banks have already joined and implemented confirmation of payee. Um, I know that Monzo and Starling um, have already signed up and are alive with confirmation of payee. Um, there's also some smaller banks who have already signed up and are or either live or are near to having it implemented. Um, you know, the big six had to do it, but many of the other banks have already joined as they want to stay ahead of the game. Confirmation of payee is a phased scheme. So as I mentioned before, right now it covers faster payments and CHAPS payments. 
And it's looking to expand into what are called hawkers and credit cards, which will allow for more building societies and um, other institutions to join. And then in, in the, into the future, we'll see backed direct debits, bulk payments and eventually corporate access. So kind of any institution that isn't a bank will be able to join confirmation of payee to enable that extra level of verification. Um, so with this phase scheme, we will eventually see it roll out into a much larger larger audience. But going back to my point I said earlier, Pay UK have said that you know ubiquity will come. During phase one, um, a large, large amount of banks, lenders and building societies can join the scheme. And we're already starting to see that this ramp up um, as more people kind of think, you know what, we need to sign up to confirm confirmation of payee. We don't want to be held liable. Um, we don't want to have that reputational risk. We don't want to lose any customers. So we're starting to see a lot more banks um, and institutions that can join the scheme become really you know, engaged and, and want to know more and, and start signing up. Um, and as phase two comes around over the next year or so, um, we'll, we'll definitely start to see more banks as well who are eligible and more building societies start to join the scheme um, and, and, you know, implement it so that they can provide that level of verification for their customers. It's interesting to learn how a secondary rollout could impact these challenger banks uh, and the future for confirmation of pay itself. On that note, and as we bring this episode to a close, in fact, where do you see the future going, Olivia? And you don't have to limit this just to COP. Well, I think ultimately... As I just said about the phases, this will be a very large initiative. Um, many banks, financial institutions and ultimately corporates, whatever organisation it may be, will end up being involved within the confirmation of payee scheme, um, ultimately to reduce the fraud and to protect consumers by providing that extra level of verification. A statistic that always sticks in my mind and was released a couple of months ago was from Lloyds, who were one of the front runners when confirmation of payee first came out. Um, They released their initial figures and there was a 31% reduction in APP fraud since they'd um, implemented confirmation of payee. When you think on the scale of obviously how many payments are being sent um, and, and the values of those payments, that is a huge, huge number. 31% reduction in people losing money, people being victims, um, especially when less than 25%, I believe, is actually kind of refunded back to the victims. So, you know, at bottom line, we want to ensure that our customers um, are, are, are able to provide the best experience for their customers. And we want to be able to provide that extra level of verification, um, to all of our customers. So we are now providing a confirmation of payee service. Um, It is flexible, that can be for any bank, any lender or building society who are eligible to join confirmation of payee. You know, we have a built out proven history on this stuff. We're experts in fraud and financial crime. We protect our customers' payments from end to end consistently throughout their their payments process. And we've been experts in you know, payments for more than 30 years. We have a heritage in this stuff. Um, And to build on that as well, we also have a proven expertise in sanctions checking and modulus checking, which we've been doing for a very long time. So this kind of stuff is within, you know, our blood at bottom line. We we thrive and we're experts at making sure that our customers' payments remain secure. 
So obviously with confirmation of payee, that, that is something that we feel is necessary to provide to our customers to make sure that, you know, they are getting that extra level of verification. So the solution that we're, we're offering is also going to be really easy for customers. You know, it's going to be painless, um, especially as we move from face to face. So right now, as more banks join the scheme, um, it, it's all OK. But when when they move on to phase two and in, in future phase three and phase four, as more types of payments come around and the, the directory and, and implementation becomes much larger, we will take that pain away from the customer and we will help them migrate and make sure that it happens easily. You know, we have great relationships with Open Banking, with Pay UK, who are the leaders in this initiative. Um, so our service will help and make sure that any bank or any lender, building societies, as I mentioned, who want to ensure that they are providing that extra le level of verification can come to us and we will obviously help them do that and make sure that they are providing the best customer service to their consumers. Ultimately, what we want to do, and I think what the whole industry wants to do, is to provide easier kind of barriers of uh, barriers of entry and break down those barriers of entry for these institutions to access open banking and access confirmation of payee. You know, we're moving to a, a kind of much more open payments landscape um, and confirmation of payee is just a part of that to ensure that you know consumers are protected and aren't aren't falling victim to, to fraud so in the future i think we hope to look to help our corporates in confirmation of payee as well as our banks and our lenders um, and when that does expand out we'll be able to help them make sure that they can have that level of verification um, and i think ultimately the main goal for everyone within the payments industry is to reduce that huge amount of fraud and to make sure that everyone's payments are safe and secure. Olivia, thanks once again for joining us today. Uh, I remember talking about confirmation of pay about a year ago on the payments podcast. So it's really interesting to understand the real use case today and where you see it being implemented in the future. Unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. But as usual, you can listen to more episodes on all things payments at the touch of a button using your preferred provider. And we'll see you all next time. The Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.